Welcome to Pod Roller, everybody. I'm Jay Cox. I'm your host. Let me introduce you to the man, the myth, Mr. Almost Owe Me Money, my co-host, Gilly. Money a motherfucker, ain't it's it? I wanted it so I chased it. Ended up becoming famous. So it's Pod Row now. Uh, we, we changed the name. We had to. Uh, so there's a, there's a little bit thing behind the name. So I didn't research it when I was like, what had happened was I thought it was an original thought, but apparently it was not an original thought. It was, but there, there was several other people that had the exact same thought. Ahead of you, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know it was a good thought. They they beat me to the punch. Uh, well, we're back. This is this is the second episode, and I'm I'm just happy to be here with you. What's going on, Gilly? Oh man, I'm just I'm just tripping on Rio over here. Like I, when we first started, I had took a sip of my beverage, you know, to just coat my throat. And I tried to set the glass down real, real quietly, like I was sneaking in the house, <laughs> snuck out and sneaking in the house, and I didn't want to wake my parents. And so while you were talking, I saw Rio with the Hennessy bottle just slowly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you have to be quiet with that background stuff. It'll be all right, I hope. All right, so I got to admit, we got a guest in the studio uh, with us today. It's one of my favorite rappers that I like. I personally know this is this is a man who is everything that he says he is, and I am happy to have him on the show. I want to go ahead and introduce you to Evil Rio. What's up? <laughs> I know you heard that music playing at the beginning of the track, and that was his. And I was like, "Yo, we gotta we gotta intro with that since we changing up around here." And I thought it was like. Yeah, yeah, that, I, that, I like that. Yeah, that it's beat is beat right smooth. There, it's a real smooth beat. The the lyrics go hard too. You ain't heard it. But Appreciate it. Listen, man, it's the whole catalog I mess with. Like it's a whole bunch of stuff he got over there, and it's just like the fact that I know him for real. That's one of the best things in the world. Man, that's dope because you could just like play his music to ladies be like who's that and he's like yeah that's my dude shit <laughs> <laughs> like flex on him like I, I sure hope all my homies do that do that <laughs> that's what you do use the music for that they're like man I got seven numbers off your shit last week hey nah but for real like listen so like you can't his production value is amazing. Like if you, if I had told you like, oh, this is a new cat out of LA, you'd be like, oh yeah, like this this beats fire, like everything. It's like it play like that because like you can put somebody's CD in the car and your girl be like, whose bullshit is this? Yes. That shit is happening. The videos are nice too. <laughs> There's a lot of good things to look at, fellas. You need to watch the videos. It. Really like the videos, man. Yeah, I really the the videos like like. How do you, where do you get video vixens in Columbus, Ohio? I'm, all right, don't let me offend hey, nobody. I'm not going to lie. It's, it is rough. I, listen, I try to make it look easy, but it is definitely rough. It is hard. Um, a little while ago, somebody had told me like, hey, man, it's hard to get girls for videos now because of Twitter. I was like, what the fuck you mean because of Twitter? Like, I don't fuck with Twitter like that, right. so I don't know what's going on. It's like, yeah, man, it was a whole thing. Went viral one day, man. They was on there like, if you a video vixen, like, like if you in a local rapper's video or some shit like that, like that's just like the corniest shit in the world. I'm like, what? And girls stuck by that. It's like, we'll take some pictures, but. We ain't fucking with no more videos. <laughs> hey, that's that's fucked up. Fuck. You gonna let Twitter stop you from making some money? Like, <laughs> not me, goddamn it! I don't give a fuck. Twitter be like, yeah, man, it's not cool to do that anymore. Shit, if it's paying me, listen, you a 
You a bottle girl. This might be the best you're going to get. Like, you <laughs> this, this is just your time to shine. This honey. is you, mama. Press them up against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's your time right now. Shine. You're, shine you on You never know girl. who's going to see this. You might get discovered. Yeah, you got that one smart girl. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. Word. Word. So, how let's shame all the other girls who don't think like me. Yeah, yeah. Let's don't, do, don't do that no more, Twitter. Listen, if you are a lady out there and you would like to shake it fast in your local rapper's music video, go and get your action in. Do that. Don't man. let nobody shame you. It's funny you said that because you, you know females life, have like a whole aisle in the grocery store for feminine products. And I was scrolling through wow. the gram. <laughs> and one of my friends. Wow. That's a left. I, I know that is a left, but it's not going to be all the way left. It's not like some super vulgar stuff, but I just saw that... Uh, Fellas, we got some stuff going on in the aisles for us, too. There, there's men aisles now? Well, it, it was in the condom section, but it was an aisle, you know. They put the condoms right next to the diapers, and that's offensive. <laughs> what you want to do? <laughs> what you want to do? <laughs> Penis cleaner. Did you see this? Penis cleaner? You mean soap? Uh, that's what I... <laughs> Some guys, I guess, need a little extra. I don't, I don't know how this is working, because, <laughs> I mean, soap balls. works for me. Listen, ladies, if you go into a man's bathroom and he's got penis cleaning penis cleaner in there, just go and walk out. Just yeah, go and yeah, just, man. just go ahead and leave. That motherfucker is overworked. He is No, fuck he, that. We need one of these ladies spare time. We need one of these ladies to go in and take a picture and see it exactly what the hell he needs this extra cleaner for. I need to know. Is it like scum on the bottom like you know oh, you don't clean your shower door? <laughs> got a douche's dick, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, but look at the name of the product. What is? I'm not even gonna say it. what is. Boners penis cleaner. <laughs> wow. For the fresh feeling. Wow. I, I I thought it was like a gag gift, but this I called it, but I was like, man, what the is packaging this is legit as hell, though. Like <laughs> the yeah. presentation is like, maybe maybe I need penis cleaner. Eh? I was for certain people buying it. He took this into the grocery store because I don't this want nobody's dick cleaner than mine. I I can't. This is 150 milliliters worth of product. So <laughs> so hold on. So like it's it's like a, a soap. Hey, but. <laughs> I don't know what it is. For we penises. need to, we for need to penis, Google it. But the scent, you know how they have the scent at the bottom. This is uh, essentials. <laughs> this is essential scent. And that fragrance. better automatically give me a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she can smell it through the jeans. Like, oh my god, are you wearing that essentials? It's like a Viking heart. She's drawn to it. Yeah. This is boners. This is bon- boners created. This. They need to make a commercial because I need an explanation. We need to holler. We they might to- let us make the commercial. Like let us. Like let me do it. Like shit. I could sure I could come up with several ideas. Are your nuts not feeling apple fresh? Are y'all trying to get in the Super Bowl rotation this year or what? Do you want your girl to smell your balls and be like, "Damn, what is this?" Ball shaving Wednesday. You need to. <laughs> it's ball. Yeah, definitely. That go right with my ball shaving joke. That'd definitely. That definitely go wrong right with that. Ball wash Thursday and shit. Yeah. yeah. You got a manscape. <laughs> apparently, you got to buy soap specifically. You don't have to, job. and your girlfriend can keep running, telling us. <laughs> that is the worst sound when you get in a blowjob. 
you, <laughs> <laughs> you automatically know that it she might be no, over. Yeah, she's no longer enjoying this. It's no. It's no longer fun for her. <laughs> if she says anything in the first three seconds of... <laughs> the the blowjob is about to be topped off. That is the yeah. end of this session. Yeah. You should have figured out something else. Yeah, definitely got to do something else. That is, that's a product for real. And it was, uh, let me guess, Walmart. Man, I don't. I didn't ask her what store it was, but it, it looked like a CVS. <laughs> you know how they have, they crimp all of yeah, the little yeah. products right in like a little aisle, like they're trying to hide them from the kids walking back to the pharmacy in right. the back of the store. Right. Yeah, I, I think so, because it was lube and condoms right there. So it looked like a CVS. Are you a busy man on the go? Do you want the proper thing to get your balls clean so you can keep right on going? Are you tired of going home and your wife suspecting that that's not the same soap scent as the soap in your shower because you've been cheating? Come by CVS. Get you a bottle of boners. <laughs> the essentials <laughs> for the gigolo on the go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what else you would need. That do you take? Is that a take home product? Is that? <laughs> I need to go get some of that because I'm, I'm flying to Dallas uh, at the end of the month, and I want to put that in my bag. Listen, I'm, I'm going to put it with some super big like mouthwash so that they have to open my bag and talk to me. I need I need different flavors. I give me give me apple fresh for my nuts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> give me Give I me that fresh fresh off the tree, that fresh off the tree scent. Give me that. <laughs> I, I think essentials covers a, a wide variety of men. Uh, Tell you man, I want I want I want them to get creative for me. I want like Chipotle scent. Bitches love Chipotle. <laughs> I want Chipotle scent for my dick wash. It sounded like that had to be some old spice shit. It's got to be connected. Boners must be like a sub company. Yeah, to yeah, that's the little brothers company. They try to get on. Hey, they listen. They can get the uh, the guy from the commercials to do it. Look at your man. Now look at me. Now look back at your man. Now he just used boners. So stop looking at me. Do you love him but don't know how to tell him? It's a little raw down there. Listen, listen. Here's something like. If your man stink, tell us that. Like, first of all, like as a man, before you get in the bed with a woman, you need to go ahead and hop in that shower just every day. Just go ahead and, like, without question. I think that goes both ways. Just if you' about to get busy, if you' about to just go to bed and wrench it off first. Well, that might be the problem. If you're single and you just have not scorned with the ladies, the ladies aren't feeling you. And you don't shower regularly. <laughs> I'm not saying that that might be your problem, but I'm saying that's your fucking problem. Man. Def- you need to, you need to w- take care of your ass, man. You got to wash. I think that was like an actual track. Like you got to wash your ass. I think that was like an actual like song. Like you said that, like Mike Dennis, you got to wash. You got there's, a R, there's a R in it. Like your grandmama saying it too. You got to wash your I ass. I don't know where the placement of the R is, but I know there's an R in there. Wash. So got to wash your ass. Like I, I definitely think. There's a song called Wash Your Ass. Wrench around and wrench it off. You gotta <laughs> wrench around and wrench it off. Uh, I want to know who it's written by. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a song called Wash Your Ass. Oh, yeah, Red Fox. He was like, Red Fox had it like, you gotta wash your ass. Like, I was watching that uh, just the other day. What? Did you see that? Uh, it was a Red Fox special, and that, that joke was actually in it. No, I didn't. I've I've seen this special before, so I think I know what you're talking about. Was it the one where he was like in like was it the triple X one where he was like smoking cigarettes after like chain smoking? He smoke he chain smokes in all of them. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one where he looked like he was 
Bob Barker Studios or something, you know, the bright lights. Mm-hmm. It was the same one because, I mean, you know, Red Fox is original. You don't really see too yeah. many of the same jokes on a different album with Red Fox. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think it might have been in like a Facebook feed and I was scrolling down and then I ended up watching after watching something else. You got to work. So here's the thing. Like people don't understand like, well, some men don't understand like women have an acute sense of smell and it's because they are like uh, gatherers. So it's it's like nature. Like, no, it's so like they don't feed their kids something bad. You know what I'm saying? Like they have like for real, like they have a real heightened sense of smell. So like if you don't smell good, she gonna pick up on it. Like her senses are like that. Like, and if if she yes, don't sir. care if you stink, <laughs> you should leave her alone. <laughs> you got a woman that don't mind helping you change the transmission on your truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, baby, I got a flat. I don't need to call AAA and do our Deborah. She come down and fix it up real good. Like, All right, enough bullshitting. How's your week? Oh man, what day is it? Is it already Sunday? It's Sunday is, already, man. man. This is weeks flying by. We're already. Look at my calendar up here. I had to check my calendar to see. Man, we are in the second week of January. The good thing is five weeks, January. Yeah. That's uh, good for people that like to get them extra paychecks. If you get paid weekly, you're getting banked this week. That's lit. But you got to pay taxes in two months, so you might want to chill out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, tax time is around the corner. Uh, well, yeah, now is the time to find you a boo. So maybe you want to get you some of that ball wash or that penis cleaner and go ahead and find you a boo and get hugged up for tax season. Got to do it. You know who needs some ball wash? Did you see that video of that guy? Well, I guess you did see it. You sent it to me. That old man, that 93-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, the, the 93-year-old man who, like, put two in his apartment manager. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he shot him in both legs. Like, it's super gangster, too. Have you ever seen it? Like, I he shoots him, and then he, like, waits. I want to hear what he's saying. Motherfucker, you thought. <laughs> it's over water damage in his apartment. Bitch, it's I a- told you about my sink four now times you, now. You told me last week that the, the last time I got to come in, pap, pap, he shot like in the wall just so the dude knew off top. I ain't fucking with you. This shit is loaded. Yeah. Listen, he, I came here. I came here. To, I mean business. He let the lady leave though. So the lady must Go have been just like an office lady. Don't get out of here, sugar. This He's like, yeah, this you're going to call the police. You. I got a conversation with Ted right here. Ted yeah, broke back. Yeah, he going to need an ambulance. You've always mm. been good to me, uh, Stacy. I really mm. appreciate you. Thank you. You had the donuts and the coffee. You always hooked me up when I would come in here with the discrepancies in my goddamn rent. And you don't even mind it. I be staying at your chest all the all them time. So Victoria's Secret is a beautiful thing. That's what I'm saying. They didn't have Victoria's Secret back when I was a young man. You know, they had girdles and shit that was hard to take off. But go on, go on, get out of here. Go on, get out of here. I, gotta, I, gotta I, gotta told you, I told you, Ted. See, that's too long. You try to distract me. Go on, get out of here. I'm about to shoot this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he shoots him like he's so calm. He walks in there like he just like walks in there and starts the conversation. He like pulls the gun out and no, just, did you see how he did it? Because it kind of looked like he he had it and then he was like, "Oh, you think I bullshit?" And then he like pulled it and then he janked it out. So <laughs> there was some conversation like, "Oh, this nigga selling wolf tickets." This yeah, thing, he, I, he think I'm bullshitting because I'm old. I think yeah, I might have no yeah, ninety three years old. He I was, might have the audio of like the first off. Why are you still it? able to walk at ninety three? But you walking and shooting motherfuckers? That's a cold motherfucker there. Hey, he was in good enough shape to go down there and bust <laughs> that fool in his ass. I know that. Or his ass. Look, it's his like 93. You fuck with me, you get two in the knees. That's, that's, that's yeah. yeah. 
He's like you. Point. You know what? I'm not paying my rent this month because I'm gonna have somewhere to stay. Like, I'm yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm yeah, popping. It's you. gonna be rent free for a while for me. Shit. So but I, you th- know, I think you, I got the audio of like the cop talking about it. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't really say anything. There's times where they're like, "Oh my god." So let's see if I can get it to play. Male in the office who's blurred out, who was on the phone with dispatch at that time. Like he's describing the cops telling like what's happening. So like in the video, like the old man is like confronting the manager, and like he's getting ready to pull out the gun. At this point, the uh, victim is sat down in the chair, and I believe the female is still behind. And at that point, just now, the uh, suspect fired around through the computer screen. I'm not bullshitting. The wall into, and it came out the computer screen in the back. Computer screen in the back. He's like, you ain't gotta look up my address. I told this you, you know where I stay. Who was on the phone with dispatch? She's able to convince him to let her leave, and he lets her leave. Go on, get out of here, sugar. Mm-hmm. You lucked out today. Write me. <laughs> He's like, uh, be pen pals. Like it's 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 like it's so crazy. Like watching this happen. Like he's so cool, and he's like, he's got like on this like he's got he got on his best outfit. He got on his nice black jacket with a nice black hat to match. Like this is his player outfit. He knows what he wants <laughs> to get yeah. out of prison. In he's like, if I make it out of this alive, I want to be in this. And even if I don't make it, I'm oh, there's the ready. first shot. Oh, he tried to play it off like he got shot, but it really didn't hurt because he was like, oh, oh, please. Fires the first round at our victim. Yeah, it popped him. Now you told me two months ago, goddammit, I got water damage all over the kitchen and the living room. All right, so for those of you, I know y'all can't see it, and we're just describing it to you right now. I'm going to post a link in the show notes so that you can go see the video and see exactly what we're talking about. I want them to do a whole investigation on this motherfucker because he's been shooting people for a while. He's so calm about it. This is not his Oh, he's time. thought about this for a while. We actually need to know he's how long a Bow, second he shot had this coming. work order in. Woo, uh-huh. look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second round oh, you ain't going to be walking out this Saturday. Like he wasn't trying to kill him. He knows the rules, so he was like, "If I shoot you below the waist, it's yeah. a, it's just a, it's a felony." But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't attempted murder. It ain't that rough. Hey, look, look when the police come and sit, hit the door, and he's like, "Hey, it's cool. I told this motherfucker I would come." Oh, damn! You know, he snatched grip, hold the fuck up, didn't he? Didn't he though? He, he looked like he weighed all about 90, 96 pounds. Yeah, he snatched shit out of him. Like, yeah, he got the business on that one. Like he that. <laughs> But he was so calm about it. Yeah. He was like, that's what, so my wife sent it to me and she was like, listen, look at this video. And she was like, he was just so calm. Like he didn't shot a whole bunch of people before. <laughs> like he didn't flinch or nothing. He knew uh-huh. the shot was going. Like, so that's something you got to train for. Like they, uh, when they train like snipers and stuff like that, like they train them to like, don't even think about the bullet. Like don't even, cause if you flinch, it'll change your aim. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you got to get used to the gun going off. So you just squeeze and you just, you just know what's going to happen. That's training right there. I mean, yeah, he's I want to know three wanna, years old. I want to know his background, man. I'm telling you, he was part of the mob. He used to run with goddamn. He might just been too old to shiver. He's like, I'm too old to be scared of any of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I got my piece with me. You got my flask. I'm about to take me a ride. You know what I'm saying? All right. So we didn't talk about like old person, old people. Uh, let's talk about uh, like my 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 son, my son Xavier. It's three. He uh character. Yeah, exactly. Like Xavier. Like we're gonna talk about him a lot on the show. Um 
He wouldn't pee in his brother's room for nothing. Like he just <laughs> he just went in his room and just just pee on his floor. Oh, it was for something. But it was payback for something. He something. wasn't he wasn't telling though. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. So I, I I come I'm sitting in the house and all I hear is I hear a commotion and upstairs all I hear is Kyler scream no and then Xavier start crying. So I ask, I yell upstairs like, "What's going on? Why is your brother crying?" And and Kyler's like, "I pushed him." I was like, "Why did you push your brother?" He was like, "Cause he started peeing in my room." I said, "What?" He was like, "He pulled his penis out <laughs> and peed on my floor." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, Kyler, I was like, I was like, why did he do that?" He's like, "I don't know why he did that." And I was like, "Well, Kyler, you know what that means, right?" That's his room now. So, <laughs> marking his territory. When you move out in a couple months, yeah, he's like, Man, "Yeah, I'm tired of this little ass room. I want the big room. I want the big room." Like he's three, he's territorial. That's just the thing. That's what it is. Hey, I guarantee you something. He knows. Like Kyler's like, I don't know what it is, but he knows. He's like, you remember that snack I asked you for? <laughs> <laughs> we brothers. You ain't living up to the brother code. You could have passed that down. Take this. And this trying to save it for like I saw you eating it later on, you little stingy mother. You ever notice like the youngest, the youngest sibling be the most aggressive? Like they, my son is the youngest of three. He is turned. He's five. He's turned up. Oh, and he, he turned up. Yeah, he just getting wild. Man, up. Yeah, and he don't like. He don't really like. He he just he one of them kids that just take the ass whooping. Because <laughs> I, I wasn't like that. Like you told me, no, all right, fuck it, I ain't gonna. Nah, he'd just take the ass with him, bro. He, you, you would, you would tell him like, no, nah, you can't do that. Don't fucking do that. Like, I think I'm gonna just get my ass. I'm gonna today. do that. I'm going. I, this has to be done. I have to do this backflip off the couch. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I, I, I gotta can't, do I can't it. Help it. They call that honoring. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly, yep. Like I, I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm hearing your warnings. Yeah, I'm still doing this. Shit. Yeah, I'm going in. <laughs> this shit is happening. This is about me. This isn't about you, Dad. And you can notice. I had a little kid tell me that one day. He was checking me. He had to be all of like maybe six, but he was like real small. <laughs> Checking me, telling me what I do, and you can notice. Oh, man, you'll get your little bit ass out here. I can notice that that's some gangster shit. He had to hear yeah. that from somewhere. Yeah, else. yeah. He's like, I can't wait to use that shit. They're grown now, so I don't go around there no more. Hey, right, so like, <laughs> there was like a there was this chick I was dating back in the day, and she had this this her little her little a little brother, uh, like this little chunky like stocky dude. He was like he was like three, and he was like tiny. He was like. But he wouldn't. He would always be in the way, and he wouldn't move, bro. Like I would, I would be trying to walk through, and he would just stand in the doorway. I'm like, man, if you don't get the fuck out the doorway, <laughs> he was prepping to be a bouncer. When right. he, grew up. he knew what it was. What yeah. you here for? I know what you're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, I know what you try to do. <laughs> hey, I'm cock blocking early. Hey, little babies come out of the womb knowing, man. Especially when a mother's promiscuous and she just keep letting you hit even though she's pregnant. She's like nine and a half months pregnant. She's still trying to do it. Hey, bro, listen. Here's something crazy. So, um, I don't watch porn, by the way, but there's a there's a genre of porn. <laughs> I am delivered. I'm porned out. <laughs> so, no, like, listen. So, there's there's like different genres of porn and stuff like that. There's actually a genre of porn where like it's like a, a woman having sex while her baby's crying in the background. 
That's why. Shut up, Jack. I, I kid you. Fu- I kid you fucking not. You can go. You can go on like Pornhub right now and find videos of like chicks doing it. Why are kids like crying in the There's background? There's a computer right here. My dude quit tempting me. <laughs> <laughs> Might take a look at that. I just don't need that on my search engine. My my father in law helps work on my computers. And shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like what the hell? Oh, no, we shit? got a sicko in the family. You like to hear the baby crying in the background? Yeah, huh? Man, I think the wildest shit. I don't know, man. Y'all familiar with Ghetto Gaggers, bro? Yes. <laughs> GG. I, Good I'm game. Not, I'm not, but the person that doesn't watch porn is. <laughs> Listen, Mr. I told you I'm delivered. That's <laughs> like that's like if I said you know who Wesley Pipes is. What was the address? Yeah, well, I know who Wesley Pipes is. Because <laughs> it's just general knowledge is what it's I'm general. saying. Now, I don't think Ghetto Gaggers is general knowledge, though. Probably well, shit, a billion and one, a billion and one. Man, there was a chick on there. I know. That doesn't surprise me. That got extreme. You mean you watched her a long time, or you actually know her in real life? No, <laughs> like damn near used to live together at one point and seen her on there. I was wow, like, wow. So was she like? Uh, Porny and uh, I don't even know the word. Was she porny? I mean, porn? it didn't surprise. There it it didn't surprise me. She went to porn. Right. It surprised me the type of porn. I'm like, who would do this to themselves? Oh, she went all. So away. you you say you're not familiar with ghetto gaggers? Uh, not that actual. <laughs> you can you can tell what the I, description I is. Yeah, yeah, by the description. Man, listen. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, this is this is intense. This it's def- is intense. That's definitely some heavy stuff. So here's the thing that like got me like I just like porn. I'm like, what is the deal with everybody wanting to bank? Like they stepmom and stepsister. Like, what's yeah, all what, what, them, like what's all this stuff? Your stepson fucks uh goddamn horny mom as the, the sisters in the washing dishes in the kitchen. Like, what the hell kind of weird-ass caption is that? That sounds like some shit after you watch. Like, you try to clear out your history, but you clear it. But then the that next comes back five entries is like Christian Psalms and shit. You just text them. I want somebody to see. I was looking at something wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend pulls up your search injury history, search engine history, and it's just... Joel Austin. Listen, man, I feel like the next billion dollar idea could be like if there was a service that, like, upon your death, they would just like destroy every electronic piece of device you had. Like, just it would just like just blow up. Like, like not even like like blow up. Like, it would just like disintegrate the hard drive. Like, it would just like destroy the hard drive. Like, you none of this. Like, upon my death, nobody will ever see this. Yeah, that's never in in the agreement. Like an Apple agreement and shit. Yeah, upon my death, I want to be able to check the box where it says, when I'm done, uh, my porn history <laughs> search is, is gone. You know what I'm saying? Cleared. I don't want my grandkids looking at what grandpa was looking at back in the 2020s. You know how much shit is going on right now? Here was, here's what's so funny. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like going back in the day. So when I was younger, like we used to look at teachers like they were so like... Like they were like different kind of people. Like they weren't like women or something like that. And like now to be old enough to be in bars with teachers and you're like, oh, these bitches is wild. Like <laughs> <laughs> these hoes ain't got no manners. Like if I would have known this then, 
I only call them bitches because I didn't know their real names. <laughs> hey, I really, I really do. Because females, you know, I talk like I talk, goddamn it. I don't care. I am what I am. But they be like, why she got to be a bitch? You know, girl. Why she got to be a bitch? Why she got to be a hoe? I'll break it down to them. Okay, listen. If I don't know you, I don't know your name. You a hoe. If I know you and I don't really like you that much, you got to be a bitch. That's how that's how it works. That's fair. That's fair. That's the kind of chicks don't call her a bitch, and then like three weeks later, you're like this bitch. Was <laughs> Precisely. Like, but you said it. It's different. That's my friend. All right. Kind of like you know the gay people. Like we can say fag. You can't. You're not allowed. I I like it when a girl tells me shit like that because whenever she start talking bad about my friends, I be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't want to hear about me coming in four o'clock just because I was with Jay again. <laughs> Don't, don't put me in the story, nigga. I'm just, just, saying, I'm just saying shit. <laughs> Till like, so what day did you come in at four? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been on Gilly a long time now. This is before you. Definitely. Uh, I feel like, like, I, I see teachers in a whole different light. Like, now, like, like, so I go into, like, my son's school for, like, a meeting or something like that, and I see, like, the different teachers in there, and I'm like, I know what type of chicks these are. And, like, I see, yeah. like, his math teacher or something like that. I'm like, oh, that bitch, wow. Yeah. Like, she, you can see it in her face, like, just because you recognize it. And, like, if you take offense to me saying, bitch, like, all right, I listen, don't, don't do off. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. We, Barney don't, Barney don't. doesn't have a podcast <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't take offense to that. I said what I said. I probably won't call you a bitch to your face. Unless you call, unless depending you're, on the circumstance, <laughs> and it don't got to be bad circumstances. I like the word bitch. All right, it's certain. So I'm going to use it. Very very uh, useful. Girls do it all the time. I mean, bitch, let me tell you what this nigga did. So here's one thing. So like a bitch is one thing. Here's like listen. If uh, for all the people who are listening to this podcast, let me give you some advice. If you ever want to get your head tore off by a black woman. Call her a black bitch, and oh, she yeah, will yeah, yeah. flip gator. I ain't gonna lie, that little that low key fucks me up a little bit. Yeah, people, it, hey, like why you gotta put the black on it though? Yeah, like, you better be black when fuck? you put the black on. Otherwise, yeah. that's a race crime, and you could get <laughs> fucked. Up. Even, it, it doesn't matter who says it though. Yeah, they're they like gonna flip. Movies and shit, they gonna flip. It's like it's like it's like being a black bitch is the worst thing in the world to me. And it's like, it's man, kinda, what's wrong with? I it's love black like you, bitches. You need to put a parental advisory on this podcast. <laughs> 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 Jamie up at goddamn uh, Intelcom is gonna get fucked up listening. It's like you yeah. know what? Don't think you can talk. Jay like Coke said it was okay to, to call her a black bitch. Listen, we told you in the last episode, <laughs> some shit we're going to say you you can't do. Some I was shit. paraphrasing. Does that make it any better? So listen, so like, man. To, to talk like us, you got to know how to fight. You definitely got to Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the minimum. Fight. That's, That's the minimum the required. <laughs> or duck. Yeah. Duck and run. So like last night I had a show. Uh, it was a Bernie, Bernie uh, Sanders fundraiser. And it was a terrific show. And it was a great show. And like, I plugged the show. And I feel like we might have some new listeners off of that, and I appreciate that. So if y'all listen this far after hearing what we we're talking about, like listen, we're gonna talk about we, a whole bunch of things. Now. Yeah, we, yeah. Like, we like cousins on the podcast side. Yeah, I, I went also, and I, I took it upon myself to stand by the little water cooler, and every time a person came and got a cup of water, I told them both burning. <laughs> if they got two cups, I told them twice. So people were like, huh? What you say? Yeah, vote burning. They told me to tell you this. 
Definitely, definitely. Like it's it's one of those things. But it, it was a great show. It was it was a fun, different environment. Like here's the thing about like Bernie supporters for real. Like they are fucking serious. Like they are. Well, I mean, anytime you start talking politics, my, people get out of hand. So wait, 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 wait a minute. I like my tax money. I want to know where it's going to. I mean, I like. Here's the thing about politicians is like I feel like the thing that gets messed up in the worst is like people try to treat people they try to treat politicians like they're like superstars like they're not supposed to be you're not supposed to be their cheerleaders they're they're there to serve you and do what you tell them to do yeah well they're they're political cheerleaders yeah i guess give me an a <laughs> everybody hey give me a b give me a tax break well, we can't do that <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that Give me a tax break, bro. Taxes. Oh, that's coming up. Like his like I'm the type of person, like I'm in the tax bracket where I just hope I don't owe. Like that's just where I'm at. Like I just hope I don't owe. Well, I'm in a tax bracket where I know I owe. I just wanna know how much is it? <laughs> <laughs> What's this gonna I'm cost me? You know what we didn't do, man? Uh I'm in we didn't dive into uh, evil Rio enough, man. Where, where you from? Rio? Oh yeah, look, okay, okay, okay. This is all right, it's all right, all right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yo, we're checking Instagram and shit. Everybody else know me and shit. Yeah, somebody wants some weed. I ain't gonna lie, man. All right, sorry, all right. So I'm about to play this song real fast so we can bring it. Ladies and gentlemen, reintroducing our guest host today for your listening pleasure, Mr. Evil Rio. Listen to that beat, bro. It's so majestic. Such a funky beat, bro. I never turned on them, wonder what made them turn on me. Really, I never turned on them, what made them turn on me. That's what I was feeling. Like this song, it feels like it's very personal to you. It feels like this is, I'm not gonna lie, this is the most personal song I've ever released in my life. I've probably released about 400 songs. This is the most. I, I, I used to have a problem with that. With letting people into my life too much Because after you do that It's like You give people permission To comment on shit That they don't really know about And yeah. it's like I'm I'm hot headed as fuck You know what I'm saying Like right. hold on bro You can't You can't say that But you give Well you spoke on it So I'm saying I feel like this You know Like I said some shit about my mom That was real shit You know what I'm saying Like You didn't everybody, have to tell everybody About that shit it was when I was writing a song, man. Like it was parts of this song I cried writing this song. You know what I mean? And I've what's crazy? I've lost so many people I was close to. I released this song on April nineteenth. That's my birthday. Right. I've lost like five people that I was close to from then to now. Right. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? From then to now. So, uh, you remember Jay? Right. Uh, Jerron. Mm-hmm. He in Atlanta. He like, bro, you gotta do a part two now, cause. So much has changed I really originally wrote this song Like a decade ago Like Before I was even recording Or anything And I It was I knew that it was One of them ones It was like I'm I'm speaking to the people From the heart Directly And letting them in So I You know I kept revising it Kept fucking with it Kept I was kinda like Maybe I Maybe I'll never release it Like maybe it's just 
I don't know about it or right. people that I know is comfortable. And then I got to a point I was like, when I heard this beat, it's like, no, nah, like that's the one. It. It's over. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's nothing to talk about. That's 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 the one. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I put it on there and it worked. And yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where comedy and music tie in together. Hell, you might, man, that shit you is might sick. have a product, like you know, what I'm saying something that you really like. Yeah, but you're not ready to put it out because you when you when people hear it, you want them to just lose their fucking mind. So you might hold on to mm-hmm. shit, a joke or a song for shit, two, three years, and four shit, however long you said too. Shit. Real shit. But when it I comes, know. yeah, I, I I love seeing a finished product. Like when it took me, it ain't just a joke I wrote up. Watching somebody else do some stupid shit and then so like put work into. My wife always reminds me like some of my best jokes are the true are the ones that are like based upon truth like the true stories that come out and it's like it's easiest for me to tell because it's the truth like I don't have to like think about it I don't have to try about it and a lot of times like for artists when their truth is in their work it translates and goes deeper than anything like you can rap about money and stuff like that that's all surface shit but when you start rapping about like your relationships or your 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 tie-ins with your family and things like that like that that's real talk and that's that's real like deep artistry i feel like when someone takes the time to go into their lyrics and really like put their heart on a track like you can hear it and that's why this beat is just so it's like when you the things you're rapping about like i just like i felt it like I might not know your situation, but I felt it. I, I didn't feel like this isn't this isn't just another track. This isn't just yeah, this 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 wasn't just recreation. Like right, this was motherfucker put his mind, yeah, heart, blood, sweat, put everything into, into this yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like it was a point in time where music was like that. Yeah, well, you can but most it definitely wasn't, hear it in this track. Yeah, yeah, like 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 I fell in love with music when it was like that, but it's not now. So you don't know how people are gonna receive it. You know what I'm saying? Like music now is 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 of course it's artistry to some, but it's more of a business. Once you get involved, it's more of this is what people like. So yeah. give them what they like. They want to hear about materialistic shit. They want to hear about sex. They want to hear about you know what I'm saying a bunch of shit that really doesn't matter. Yeah, well, all it, art eventually gets to that level it, where you it know gets to that it's point. not just for fun. It's not something you do for recreational or or, or to blow the steam off for the week. Yeah. Now, because somebody's paying you, it puts a, a added pressure on it, which makes it like it's not pure anymore. Because yeah. when you're just doing it because you love to do it, and they paying you, that's that's like that's the that was that's the, the American artist. dream because you're doing something that you love to do and it's not like work. Yeah, like I mean, like I mean, like I, one of those things is like. So like I know people who are rappers. I know people who are doing it, and then I just like I just this track like that's that's part of why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Like this is just a track. Like like I like your other music, but like it's something about this track specifically that I just felt. Like it's like the beat, it's the words, it's the weight of it. I can feel it when you, when I hear, it. and it's just like it's a terrific track. So for those of you who don't know the exact name of the track, because we didn't, we didn't say the name of the track, it's uh, "Emotions of a King," and. Um, you should go check the video out. It's out right now. Um, you can stream it on Spotify. It's just a, it's just something you need to hear. Like it's it's set apart, and I like, I appreciate this. Like as as someone who really enjoys music and loves it across the board. Like I I just appreciate the track. So like what, like you like when you said like you cried, yeah, and that's real, bro. Yeah, like like and and it'd be parts where people wouldn't wouldn't understand like. I'm not just talking about, I'm not just saying betrayal because it sounds cool or right. 
Like, nah, I've been betrayed by people. Like, what the fuck? You did that to me out of all people. You know what I'm saying? And it puts you in a situation. Like, like I said, I'm very high headed. So I have like my own set of rules and shit. And when, and, 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 and when people go against that and I don't deserve, I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't deserve to be in a situation you put me in. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of my anger. I'm scared of. What I what the fuck I will do to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. don't put me in that situation, bro. Because especially a person that know, like you've seen me flash out and, damn, bro, you kind of took that too far, right? And I'm like, I know, right? I just, <sighs> yeah, that's but that's don't put me in a situation to where I got to do that to you. And I love you. I genuinely love you. From you know what I'm saying? Like, I genuinely love you. I genuinely want the best for you. And then you would do some shit to me. That it was like You said fuck me Fuck everything I stand for You only thought about yourself You wasn't even doing it to You know what I'm saying Like to To put your family In a better position Or put right. people you love in a, You strictly wanted Something material At that moment That doesn't mean That's not gonna mean nothing In a year or two Right But we got 15 years of friendship And you did that to me So hearing that So Throw uh, all that away I uh, For a moment I was listening to Fabulous's last album, um, Summers, uh, something. That's in the summer. Yeah, I was, Yes, the third installment. He I'm, said, a, I'm a big fan of Fab. I feel like he's the most underrated rapper ever. Right. And I we were talking about that the other day. <laughs> like, like, hands down. He gets recognition, he gets love, but lyrically, he's one of the greats. And he doesn't get that. Like, people don't realize him and Jay Z is damn near the same age. And they both came up in Brooklyn at the same time. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he doesn't get, because business-wise, he may not be as successful as Jay-Z. But lyrically, that motherfucker is. In, I mean, but that's that's going back monster. to what we were talking about earlier. When we were talking about the business, the nature of the business. You don't have to be the dude on the top of the billboards to get money. Yeah. Like, in this business. Like, if Fab came right now, he could sell out a show right now. Anywhere right now. he goes, anywhere he goes, he could sell out. And people want to hear him. But he's not—he's not the person everybody's talking about. Yeah. But if he showed up, like we were talking about, Sheik Luke's like, like if he—if if Sheik showed up from from uh, we were talking Lyles. about Styles yeah. P. Yeah, uh, Styles, Styles P. P yeah. Showed up because I ain't gonna lie. Packed. Me personally, I was a Locks fan. I never understood why Sheik Luke's was part of the Locks. Lyrically, I didn't feel like he kept up. I didn't but feel like he kept. But Sheik, you know, it's kind of like uh, it's any kind of group. He played his part like yeah. he had a, a big part in like the group. Yeah, and and like and from what I hear, you know what I'm saying. From what I hear, he was streetwise. Yeah, he was solid. Yeah. Like his 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 background is solid, and that's important too. And sometimes people are around just because of that. It's places that motherfucker might not be able to go without sheep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. If Sheik wasn't there, they couldn't have went and did that. Cause yeah, well, Jada was more marketable, and that's why they put his ass out first. Because Styles, I mean, they all were they all were artists in their own. They just came mm -hmm. together. You know what I mean? So well, they already had their style. But Styles is just straight gutter. But he's mm -hmm. really the best lyricist. Before in we get too far shit. away from it, I wanted like the, the whole point with the whole Fabulous thing. If Fabulous has a lyric in his song, he was like, "Don't let the time of your relationship." Uh, 
over override the the, the, the bond, the, the yeah, strength of the relationship, the actual like worth of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, like just because yeah. you know somebody for a long time doesn't make that relationship solid. It like doesn't. it doesn't. And, and people misconstrue that all the fucking time. They do, and and I that's something I had to learn as I got older. Cause it'd be like, man, I've known this motherfucker for so long, but it's like, yeah, maybe I should have cut them. Maybe I shouldn't have known them this long. Yeah, well, maybe you know, I would have did myself a favor they if after year three, he's content. If after year three we went separate ways, this motherfucker ain't been benefiting me. Everything you know, what I'm saying every we we, we we in two different mind states, and this motherfucker is benefiting off of me in ways that. Are detrimental to me Well some oh, I mean a lot of times You outgrow relationships Because yeah. when you met Y'all were clicking Probably on the same vibe But now you Your life is turned And you're trying to go A different direction And be more successful With what you're doing And sometimes mm-hmm. and that People that don't have guilty. that hunger oh. they It's time for you To get away from them Because oh, they bro, pull you I'm away dog. Like you dog. about to go Get you some money throw me that Listen you Here's you something real So you spend that in the club You can't yeah. throw me that I got Those you. little whispers That just keep throwing at you They eventually add up yeah, so Yo, Jiminy Cricket is crooked. Like, here's the thing: like, you outgrow people too. Yeah, like everybody can't go where you're going, and it's not saying that you can't love that person from the distance that they end up at. But it's just like you. Sometimes you got to move alone. Sometimes you got to move. You got to change your team. You got to change the people around you. You outgrow people. Like one of the, one of my homies came to me. He was like, "Listen, man, I just don't. I love my dude, but I can't. I can't fuck with him." And I'm like, "That's." That's growth, bro. And it's not that you. He was like, I, he was like, I, if he need me, he can I'm call glad me. Did you realize that? Yeah, yeah. You know that's what where. I'm saying? Like, don't like, tighten don't up. Don't feel bad. Up. Don't feel. Yeah. Bad. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad, bro. You, you, because because people are it's, ships are getting sank because the captain is not realizing this motherfucker is putting holes in the ship the whole fucking time, and you're making excuses for him. And really, there's not a reason to. You're trying to hold on to something that really don't. Why? Yeah, let it, it go. But then it's let it. Yeah, go. well, you should. His stop was like three ports back. You should get your yeah. ass off the yeah. Word. Boat. That's yeah. truth right there. It's, it's it, it, you holding on to this, and then when you think about when you break it down, because a lot of people don't. They just think, oh man, we known each other this long. They don't think well. How solid has this motherfucker been? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, when you when you're running something, you have to think about that because anybody that's under you, you're responsible for. Yes. And if that's your man's and he's running around the venue, doing fucking up, shit. doing he all kinds of sleep. shit, you got to pay for. That's like the show Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. What? Your man's what? is wilding out. B, you need to have a talk to. Oh him. yeah, the cat. Yeah, the, the the one dude that he ended up getting in a fight with and getting yeah. beat up by. He was like, you need to. <laughs> Like he gonna like But that's the kind of guy Like you trying to be successful You got the show at the club That's your nigga He with you So you gonna bring him Cause that's your cat But he causing drama in the club Y'all getting fights And shootouts and stuff like that Like that's Y'all ain't in the same That's world not anymore. beneficial to yes. this. And realize Motherfuckers that think Cause they survived that situation And take it lightly Nigga that's serious as fuck Whenever guns are involved Or physical violence is involved yeah. Yeah. Do not take that shit lightly Because we could have went to jail oh, yeah. You know what They're I'm saying like, oh, like, dog, if we, we made it out yeah, We made yeah, it like, out dog. Like, like, if, you, if, if, if you didn't die And meet your fucking demise At that point in time right. You could have went to jail For yeah. a long fucking time nigga. And what would it have been about You couldn't even say Like when a motherfucker asked you What you in here hey, for But you know where, that, the, where the responsibility lies on that Is 
the king. The guy that's holding it. So if yes. you ain't taking care of it, you gotta have somebody else taking care of that. Because I mean, if you're running shit, you can't do everything. You need yeah, help, man. Yeah, In this business, need you everybody needs help. Man. But you need yeah. good, solid help. You gotta have the right help. You gotta have the right pieces in the right spot. Well, that's like, and there might be somebody you met yesterday. Yeah, it, who 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 ride help. harder for you? Harder somebody who's been around you for fifteen, 15 years. years. Yes, you gotta recognize that shit, man. And you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, you gotta make those adjustments. Life is not a game. Bro. I'm a creature of habit like that, you know what I'm saying? But I have a very small circle of friends. Right. I usually everybody knows me. But you gotta you gotta know who's your friends and who's your road dogs and who's a motherfucker that knows your name and just waiting on you to slip so they yeah. can go and pick up the proceedings. Yeah, you gotta think there's some people who are around you who they're there for the parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're there for the bitches. They there for the smoke. They're there for the, yeah. They're there for the fun. They're there for the photo ops. You can take a pictures with a whole bunch of niggas who you swear is supposed to be your dogs. Day ones. Yep. You go. Oh, you get my something. Day ones. My oh. day ones. That's what they call them now. But get a flat tire. Oh my dude. Or go or get locked up. Get locked up. Who gonna check on your mama? Who gonna who gonna who gonna see if who gonna who gonna make sure your kids got shoes on their feet? Like who who gonna do that? If you out of town, who could you send in your house? You see what I'm saying? Like if there's something at your house, like who 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 would you do that with? And it's it's okay to like to love people and not fuck with them like that. And it's and that's the thing. I, I think that we have gotten into a place with the streets where like loyalty, they just keep screaming loyalty. And it's like if you my dog, I don't want to put you in harm's way. I don't want to put you in danger. You don't, it ain't we don't gotta ride or die. Like yeah. that whole situation, like if we we gonna ride and we gonna dodge all that bullshit and we gonna make it. Yeah, we just now if ride. it if it, if it come <laughs> up to us, we gonna handle it, but we not gonna look for it. That's just like you're you're doing things, you're going on tours and things like that, and you're you're out there, and like it don't take much for an opportunity to slip. It don't take much for for uh, a promising career to go left. Yeah. Hell, I'm an example of that. Like I had to, I had to sit down for a little while. That's just something that happened to me. I was out there wild and stuff like that, thinking I'm living a life, and had to go sit down. And I come home, and it's a whole different situation. But so you didn't see that gift because you were in it. God actually closed that door because that door wasn't ready. You weren't ready to go through that door. Yet, I wasn't. I, I feel that way. And He had to show you, man. There is a better life. You think that that's what it is? And I thank God I haven't had that because, man, I. I ain't gonna lie, some of the shit I just, I didn't did, I would have got so many licenses, so many different occasions, and, and and then I think about like, what was the upside? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Yeah, what it's did hard I have? To, to, it's hard what to did see I have the upside. To gain? And it was like, bro, I, I just almost threw my whole life you, away. Yeah, you had your life. I had no upside. There was no. I wasn't gaining anything to do this. Right. I've never like hustling. I've never really. Had bad like you know in the movies and shit they make it seem like oh if you hustle you get some money you gotta shoot somebody yeah. you got territory not in Columbus Ohio it's not like that. you can get a lot of money and never get in the way of anybody else well that's that's what happens because it's not the structure is different yeah. right yeah you know I'm saying yeah you never have to worry about that if well if, Columbus if, you know. is so small everybody practically knows everybody and knows somebody that knows everybody so it's not really that so I kind of grimy my my situations bro. It was always my loyalty. You know, somebody done got into something, man. Oh, I can't let that slide. Let me go in. 
Yeah, all good go deeds in. will be punished by the end of the day. Yeah, you was like, oh, I gotta go help my people. Gotta go help and fuck yourself in the end. Whole time. Oh, y'all was tripping to even be in this situation. Yeah, and now you don't me in. I got something going on. Y'all don't got nothing going on. So all day y'all waiting for a reason to do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is this is this is just wreck for y'all. Like, man, this shit is life changing for me. Right. That's yeah. Right. Right. Like, I got to where I want to be. I got. I. I I got goals. I'm. Oh, he tripping. He won't take me this time. (laughs) He tripping off that shit about the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you gotta watch your peoples, man. Like, and that's what. Like, listen, man. Like you, I just. I I think like the simple fact like I heard of a story of a young boy getting killed, this morning like, for nothing, like they were like for nothing. And I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of like hearing those too stories. Many mornings, we hearing that too many mornings. Bro. Too many mornings, man. Too many mornings. It ain't even you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not about nothing. It's just for real, for real. The media is showing these these little niggas like man, hey, people in major cities they got these guns and they doing this and they doing that, but that shit be fake too. It don't be like that. You know who's doing that? The people that have nothing to live for. Right. Are well, killing and dying over nothing. Over nothing. They don't tell you that part. They just tell you, yeah, look, they they about to make it rapping with millions of dollars, but they still keeping it real. They in the streets and they did it. It's a bullshit, fictitious motherfucking story that keeps you right. in a vicious it's the, cycle. It's called the machine. Yeah. Let me keep exactly feeding you is. bullshit from something that looks just like you, acts yeah. like you, wants the same things. So that you might want them same things, but let me also throw some bullshit in it. Yeah, oh yeah, we're feeding them. Yeah, they still out in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Well, they in the streets. You might be doing food drives, but they ain't moving no birds no more, bro. You on tour? You too did. busy. These Probably kids never did. Born, these kids was born in two thousand. Right. You ain't touched no <laughs> fucking work. I had it since I was twelve, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of that bullshit. My, my nigga, you ain't touched no work. You ain't touched no birds. You ain't cooked. No crack. That's the first thing. That, that's the first thing to turn me off. A kid, uh, fucking twenty or under, step in the booth and be like, "Yeah, in the kitchen, water whipping." Shut the fuck up right now. Riding on my in my suburban on on thirties. Cr- Listen, crack is damn near extinct. Took a these Uber. days. <laughs> Took a Uber to the <laughs> studio. <laughs> crack is damn near extinct these days, yeah. bro. You're not cooking crack. You have never. If you're twenty years old. Crack has been so much not the drug to do. They branded that shit. Crack is whack. Don't right. Oh, there's still da, 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 da. there are crackheads and there are new crackheads. The thing is, the people that serving them been doing this shit for forty years. Young kids, y'all sell. Nobody around you in your circle is doing that. They doing pills. Oh, that pill shit. They wow, sipping bro. lean. They doing pharmaceuticals. That's the new crack. Yeah. yeah, well, that that's so. The, if, yeah, if, exactly. if 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 that's your narrative, oh yeah, I'm doing, I'm selling Zans, I'm selling this, I'm selling that. I kind of got it. All right, it might be some truth to his story, but when he say he in the kitchen, water whipping, you're 17. Oh, I thought you about to bust out C-Lo. I was like, you're oh, 17. No, might have been. Uh, man, hell yeah, kitchen. man. C-Lo, what good? <laughs> Come on, man. No, I ain't talking about C-Lo. I'm talking about uh, Sebo. Sebo from uh, oh, the yeah, West yeah, Coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. sitting in the kitchen, palms itching, while my niggas twist by the corner chickens, hoping that the federalities don't rape. 
Right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Feel what I'm saying? But yeah. they came. They came from that era where crack was. Even though they was they was they was branding it like don't yeah. do crack that shit it's whack it was the number one it was that was the drug of that choice was the drug of choice man. now it's downers have you ever Unless smelled you crack like, that shit I don't know I don't even know how they was pushing that shit this shit smells like burnt Brillo pads like you want to smoke this and that's what I'm saying bro I was born in '89 I really did that though. I've been right. in jail for it, all kind of shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. I really did that. But it's like I ain't doing it now. But I the ain't thing, so cracked. but the thing about that is, years. It's kind of like the same hustle because your product now is your music. It's yeah. still dope. People will take your dope, tell you they're gonna pay you. Uh, I'll be right back with the money, <laughs> and then you don't see them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Six months later, shit. but the but that's the, why I'm glad they doing away with CDs. Yeah, because that was a good hustle. I'm not gonna lie, it was for real, for real. If you if you if you took the time to really push the CDs, for you know what I'm saying, you gonna get one yes for every ten no's. But it don't matter. Sit out there till it's gone. Move your pack. Right. Put that work in. Move right. Your exactly. pack. That's why when they be saying shit like, "Oh yeah." Slim Thug, Master P, they sold all these records out they trunk. Yeah, because for real, for real, it's only hard in the beginning. But if your music good, yeah, people gonna come. Like this song, if, if, your, product, if your fucking dope is the good, pro- they go come back. It sells itself. <laughs> yeah, they coming back for the bass. I I got some dope ass shit from this motherfucker. I don't know who he is, but I heard this shit, this shit hard. I come and tell you. All right. Where I get that CD from? He he parked over there on Parsons and motherfucking lives the nigga he over there right. right now. Oh shit! I'm gonna check that out. I want my own CD. I ain't riding with you, nigga. Well, that's like we were talking about the the new model for for the business. Mm-hmm. Like you can get it independently, and you don't. But the thing about rap, you don't have to be the dope boy. Like you got Jay Colson out there who who putting out fire lyrics. He's Bro, he's winning like a motherfucker. Never had a dope boy persona in his life. Listen, wait, listen. Motherfuckers, all right, you know the freshman class they do, right? Right. You know who was in J. Cole's freshman class? Who? J. Cole, Wiz Khalifa, Drake, Big Sean. And there was some other motherfuckers that was successful, but these motherfuckers was iconic. Right. In the same freshman Major class. names, each and every one of them. Everybody knows yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. None of them niggas was dope boys. None of them. All of them was backpack rappers. They made it cool to be like, yeah, I grew up in the hood. I wasn't involved in that shit. Right. My parents were poor, but I didn't sell drugs. I went to school. Yeah, and I, I took a, a different route. I did something else, and I I found rap. It worked for me, but I still got a story to tell. J Cole always had a story to tell. He well, still always had a story to look tell. Look at Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino, the man, like, is a monster, He's and a he came monster, from money. He came. He came I from. Didn't a, know that he came from a different route. His dad, his dad, like his family, like had bread, but I he did. came from a different route. He came through comedy. Yeah, he and then like doing stand up, and, and started out doing stand up, and he was he he killed that, and then he he's a multicultural. I just saw him down in Austin City. I just saw him down there in Texas. It might have been his last show they were talking about. Amazing performance. But he came in on his own. He did it on his own way. Artistry. 
artistry will always go further than trying to go off the blueprint like trying to go off of somebody else's blueprint be you and find your like you were telling me with like like doobie like shout out to doobie and them shout out to do like when you were telling me like you don't have to have a million fans to make money you just need loyal fans you just need a product that's good eventually this shit is gonna sell itself as soon as it reaches but but are you willing to hang in there long enough. That's the part. Yeah, it's that's hard, man. Are you, you willing? Are you willing to do that? See, look, this is what make it easier though. And this is how I feel. If you really want this shit, figure out what it takes to get what you want and enjoy every step of the way because you know you on the way to this. This is the end game. This is what you want. But you have to appreciate that you wake up every day. Working towards getting what you want versus, you know, you got all these distractions. You got all this bullshit. Man, I be hearing shit that motherfuckers be going through, bro. I don't go through none of that shit. You know why? Yeah. Because I'm focused on what the fuck I want to do. And it's never, it, it do be times where, all right, I wasn't expecting this to happen. This just frustrated the fuck out of me. Right. But after I get overcome that frustration, after I figure out that problem, I'm back appreciating the journey. You needed that lesson. Well, like this this podcast for us, like this was something like I, I talked to Gillian. I was like, yo, we want to do this. Let's do it. Let's let's go ahead and do it. And like we're we're getting started. We're figuring out. We're trying to figure out what our blueprint is. We're two comedians. We're funny. I mean, but I'm like, I don't want this to just be just all of us trying to just run jokes all the time. Like, let's yeah. talk. Let's like we're real people. Let's have real conversations with other real people and just take it from there. And it's got to start somewhere. We had, I think we had 28 listens last week. Shout out to the 28 listeners. Shout out, 20, to, shout out to the 28. Can we get 35 this week? 35. Can we get 35 listeners? Because yeah. if we keep doing our thing and we keep putting out quality product, keep having inviting dope guests, they going to come. They going to come. Hey, man. It, you know what this reminds me of, though, a little bit? I mean, it's from the ground up and it's starting out, but... um. It was a it was a documentary on Netflix. It was about uh, an underground independent radio station in New York. Yeah, I think I, I think you I remember that. that. Yeah, I can't remember. Listen, they was from like late '80s, early '90s type shit. Like everybody that we've ever listened to from New York that we fucked with, and from other places that was underground that ended up being major moguls and shit. Right. They 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 their goal. Was to get on this underground radio station. Yeah, I cannot remember the name of it, and that's fucking with me right now. I drink too much Hennessy, man. Like, I, <laughs> bro, I saw a video of you hammering not too long ago that. of you like drinking a bottle of Hennessy in Waffle House, like in the Waffle House. <laughs> this, like this, this is this the kicker though. It was a half gallon. Right, oh, you had the big. Man. I had a half gallon in the waffle. I gotta stop doing shit like that. I mean, I, they call that I'll, a handle, I'll, don't they? A handle of him because <laughs> it like, has the handle on the. I bottom. get reckless sometimes, man. Thank God I wasn't driving that night. Because I don't God do they that didn't no have more. Security guards at Waffle House that night. They did. They did. Them <laughs> niggas let me in with that. They like, let me get a ship. Oh, that's you know your. They would have got it too. I, I would have gave it straight to them. I'm friendly with the any. I just <laughs> for real. I just I just drink too much of this shit, man. I really had a rock star fucking week this week, and I I need to 
check myself. <laughs> like right. next week cannot be like this week was. This <laughs> all right, all right. So this is an interview, so I feel like I got to ask you some interview questions. Let's do it. All right. So where where's your favorite place? Where's your where's your where's the favorite spot that you have been on tour so far? Where's your favorite city so far? Um, damn, my bad. I hit the table hard as hell. Um, I want to say St. Louis, bro. St. All right, St. Louis was the second show I did on tour. The first one was Chicago. Chicago was cool. Their energy wasn't like St. Louis. Them, them it, it was crazy. Really, St. It Louis, was crazy. That was the first time I ever stepped on stage and felt like a superstar. Like right. I, these people have never, these people never heard my music, never seen me before. They don't know anything. I come out. It's, like whoa yeah, what the fuck? yeah giving it to you and as we're performing the energy they were giving back was like man i just might jump in this crowd but i'm, I'm a little too big i don't want to hurt nobody <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. right and it, the love was so crazy man it was it was like dudes was literally like man here take my phone record yourself as you're performing and it, like it was just it was i don't know that vibe was crazy um Rest in peace, my little brother, man. He was on tour with me. Right. That's who I was performing with. Um, we both stepped off that stage and was like, that was that turning point of, we can do this. We can do this shit. This, this shit is real. Yeah, that was it like, can right. happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was, I, I'm telling you, bro, I, I, it was a point in time, bro. It was one year, bro. I might have did 150 shows in the city. Right. Literally. Like I was doing two, three shows a weekend in the city, in the in the hood spots that we go to, and da da da. The energy wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Never was. Like people knew the music, and da da da. They would they would stand and watch me as I perform, give me no energy, and then wait till I come off and we'll act like, like act like I was Tupac. <laughs> My nigga, you hey, just- we have that in comedy as well. There's nice yeah, definitely. Like, like that was the greatest performance I've ever seen. I'm like, I, I can't, can't tell. tell. You yeah. set up this <laughs> Like you couldn't wait for me to shut the fuck up I rushed out I had three more songs nigga yeah. <laughs> Those are the nights you're trying to hurry up and get out yeah. the building hey, let's <laughs> Hurry up nobody Hey man we're done shit. with this shit man Let's get up out of here <laughs> You know but yeah man me and my little brother We got off that stage And King shit. It, it, it changed our It changed our whole conversation The way that we talk to each other yeah. It was never if if this happens, if yeah. this happened, it was hey, nice. When this is going, <laughs> we would. You know what I'm saying? It was it. it it's going. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to stop bullshitting. Cause I ain't gonna lie. Like even as an artist, like this is this is my thing. This is my number one rule. I learned this from my favorite rapper. You got to learn not to expect anything. Even if you're great, even if you work hard, right. Expectations kill dreams. Yeah, I learn not to expect anything, especially when you're on the stage. That's that's the number one killer. Like when you start getting a, a set together and like it's you been going good. really well and like it's going too well. Then you hit that one spot that one spot like, where people right. just ain't in the mood oh. and it just brings you back. It's humbling because you're like, damn, I really need to work. I thought I was working. I thought I Listen, was working. Listen, I feel more really inspired work. by hard shows than at any other point. When yeah. I have a hard show, if I come off an air and I'm like, damn, 
<laughs> if I if like for real, if I bomb, if I bomb a show, because like I'm a, I'm a I'm a real comic. Everybody bombs every now and then. Everybody fucking bombs. Yeah, That's what if, I heard with if, comedy. Yeah. Everybody, everybody bombs. bombs. Uh, if I bomb, I'm I'm right back to my paper. I'm right back to I'm in my notebook. I'm like, what what can I do better? Like, how can I? Because I want to make it to where my set is where you can't. You gotta laugh. You gotta fuck with me. You gotta feel me. But you gotta know. So Mitch Hedberg has a joke. He was like, uh, "You can't make all of the people laugh all, all the, the time." time. And last night, all, all of those, those people, people were at my show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If a bomb doesn't That's inspire right. you, it'll be the thing to make you quit. Now imagine this, though. Imagine this. This is this is this is from a Columbus rapper that's been doing this for damn near decade, like performing for damn near decade, right? Right. right. Imagine bombing every night, and you know Woo! your shit, and you and you know your shit is on point. You know your lyrics is hot. You know that you performed this shit for three, four fucking days. You got you know you know what I'm saying. Every your, your your performance, your lyrics, your beats, everything is exactly where it need to be. And you performing for a month straight. Whoo! That's a Friday. gut check. That's gut listen, check time. Listen, listen, yeah, listen, listen. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You're performing for motherfuckers. Some shows got more people than others. Some got less. And no matter what you do, these motherfuckers is not impressed. Ooh, that is that's a test. That's a test right there. Do you have the metal to stick with it? Like, do you have yeah. do you have it to dig deep? I've watched that kill people. And I was on that same show. I had that same response. And I was like, fuck that. I know. I know. It's not. It's. I'm better than this. They just don't know me. And then we get emotions of a king, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like that. Like we wouldn't. If you quit. If you walk away, you quit. Like. And and I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, when I released this song, that was on my birthday last year. Is this song been almost out for a year now? I've experienced so much in these what ten months, right? That. The, my music has changed again And I feel like You know With age and growth And things like that Your music should change yeah. Your music Your music shouldn't sound the same At 23 As it sounds at 30 Right You're a different man You're a different You're a yeah, different It's an art form Yeah It's to grow Right So now my music has changed again And it's like It's, it's it, I feel like it's coming Becoming more and more me This is This is my uh, My thing I've never tried to make music that sounded like what was popular. Right. That's rapping from your ear. Like trying to fit in or trying to sound like what is this and that. That is bullshit. That's not artistry. I rap from my heart. So I might hear a beat and hear myself this way. And it might be something nobody's ever heard before. I was but watching. I was watching the, the Dave route. Chappelle uh, thing where he accepted the Mark Twain Award. Yeah, and that's what he was talking about. Like uh, Miles Davis, he said, "Man, I performed, you know, like the people that are around, but it took so long for me to actually learn how to perform like me, like mm -hmm. to hear your own yeah, voice, to, be, to actually be you." I think mm -hmm. that in every art form, that's. Because when I first started, I wanted to be, you know, I was mimicking, you know, Richard Pryor, who you liked. Dave Chappelle, Mike Epps, right, who, you, right. who you thought you were. I was Bernie Mac. 
Yeah, but once Bernie you Mac become is you my favorite you, comedian of all times. So yeah, but I had to a, say that finding your you, voice. You, you pointed him out, but I'm not. I'm not Bernie Mac. That's not You're me. Not. But I used Jay like Cox. I could. I could hear myself. Yeah. In my earlier stuff, like I could hear like me trying to like use my cadence, like he uses his cadence, and like I ain't but, scared of you, motherfucker. But it's one of those things like kick ass. But, well, that's just <laughs> so when you're beginning an art form, like imitation is gonna be how you do it. You're gonna start off like that because you have to have a basis for it. But then, so it's like well, I'm a photographer. Oh yeah, photography. Like I'm a photographer too. Um, I didn't go to school for it. And I uh, developed my own style. Taught genius. Yeah. So it's certain things like so. I, when I go to take a picture, like I just know what I like. Yeah. Like I don't know. I like I don't know what the rules are for photography, for composition, things like that. And especially when I first started, I was like, I just know what I like. I just know what looks good to my eye. And yeah, photography is called. And having sometimes that, that's having better, right, than the rules, right. But then I, because the person that set the rules, he set it for his preference, right. Hey, when you said that, it made me think of Get Out. When he's like, "Y'all really want your eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the simple, the simple fact. Like when I when I go to take a picture, like I because my the way I shoot isn't based upon the rules. Like after shooting for years, I understand the rules. I know what the rules are. I if they're in my picture, they're in my picture. If they're not, they're not. I'm still going to shoot the picture that I like. Well, the perfect mm-hmm. picture is the one that comes out exactly how you had it in your head. Which is hard as fuck oh, to do. Yeah. You know what my problem is with pictures? I never have one in my head. I hate fucking taking pictures because this is Mr. That's, that's, this is Mr. Photo shoot here. You you can't you yeah, can't yeah, like, like take pictures because like, you 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 write pictures. Like you take words and put people see, in that's uh, the thing. A mental state. Video like every video all them videos right there, like the, yes, the viewers indeed, don't know, but favorite. we're looking. We're we're looking at um like all the videos that um I'm in. I've directed every last one of them motherfuckers. Really? Like I directed really? every last one. I wrote the storyline. Right. I came up with the concept, and I directed all the motherfuckers myself. Your calling might you see? Yeah, you might, might it might be to be directing fucking films and shit. You know what I mean? But since you said it. I'm shooting a full I just finished shooting A full length film I shot the last scene Last night Right It's called Family First Can't say when I'm Dropping it yet Cause I don't know How long Well it's gotta go editing Yeah I don't know How long I, I'm gonna show y'all guys Though after this I'm gonna show y'all Like the first Eight minutes That we did a rough edit for Right But I don't know How long the edit Is gonna take Cause uh, we got Eight minutes And it took us About four hours For eight minutes Yeah Of the fucking edit. movie you know what I'm saying? And so, but this is my first time doing it. I'm excited about it. And the storyline is like, if you like my videos, you're going to love this movie because I feel the same way about when I edit my video, not edit my videos, but when I direct my videos, I feel the same way about this movie. I feel like the storyline is some shit that's going to be like, wow, that's some shit that could happen. Yeah. Have y'all, this is how that Well, let go. me ask you: Have y'all ever did the what's that Columbus comedy or in the Columbus Film Festival? So yeah, so they have no. different genres. So we just did uh, we last year we uh, I did my first short film and um, it was for the uh, first forty eight. Uh, yeah. Well, not first forty eight, not that one. It was uh, the forty eight hour film festival. Okay. So you have forty eight hours to like get your subject, shoot the movie, edit it, and deliver it in forty eight hours. I know, I know that sounds crazy. Like to me, that that excites me because I feel like if you are an artist, 
like I feel like I what I what I what I've wanted to do for a long time is I wanted to get with like three four artists I've never worked with before. Right. We all get together and we create a whole mixtape. That'd be dope. In Twenty four hours. But that's the thing. Twenty four, not forty eight. The important part. The important. The important part when we were doing that film festival. If you have like the right people with you, that, that shit, shit is, is like nothing. It's like magic. But if you got one, yeah, if you got one person, just not on the same page, it kind of it's one person, everything off. And they know who they are. If you're listening to this podcast, if you ever come across this podcast, yes, we're talking about you. I wasn't gonna be that direct, but I mean, you know, it's just about that one person. I mean, that's why it's it takes a long time to find a team. So like for me, like it's the same thing with this podcast. Like we just had we just started this podcast and we as soon as we 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 started our we did our first episode last weekend, we got it up on Tuesday, it went out, and some people try to say like we should have waited. We should have waited to do it. Like we well, should it was they didn't wait, direct it towards you, they directed it towards me. Well he he told me, he told like the person told me and they were like what was the reason for what it was rough. Cause it was rough. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, but we we started. We got yeah. the ball rolling, so that's the thing. Get the ball rolling. We'll get. Yeah. We're gonna get better at it. Do the work. first one. Don't I, I think that's perfect. the motto of the year. Do work. Do work. Just, yeah. Once you get it out there, because you could always sit and procrastinate and, and make excuses on why it's not out. But once you put it out, I mean, it's got to be there. Now and you got to start my doing first mixtape. I recorded that motherfucker for two and a half years. See what I'm saying? That like you could have put it out a long and time then, ago. And then when I did decide to put it out. It was it was some tragic shit that happened. You know what I mean, my little cousin is like my little brother, who is my little cousin that just passed. Right, his older brother. Ooh. So I wow. lost both of them. Wow, that's rough. He passed that January. My birthday is April nineteenth. His is April first. He's April Fool's baby. Okay, I wanted it to drop in. People I was dealing with, my shit ain't dropped to April third. I was fucking furious about it, yeah. but that that put the fire under my ass. You know what I'm saying? Stop sitting on this music. I had like fifty fucking songs for a 10, 13 song mixtape, and I was just, you know, I was making excuses because, you know, every artist's dream is, oh, I'm gonna drop this shit. I'm gonna do a million fucking plays. And you know, in a week, and it's gonna be Drake's. What was Drake's first album? What was what was his mixtape? What uh, was it? Was it Comeback Season or, or uh, October's Very Young? Something like that. Take care. No, nah, nah, take care it was, was the album. It was. It was the mixtape. Was um, because listen, when that mixtape came out, my homeboy put me up on him. Right, it's before YouTube was big. YouTube existed, but it wasn't big. People wasn't putting videos on there. Right. I said, thank me, man. Later. I th- I think it might have been Thank no, Me Thank, No, Thank Me Later was one of the Second. albums. That was a later album, yeah. Um, his mixtape, though, I think it was Comeback Season or some shit like that. But I had no, I had no, I, I watched Degrassi. <laughs> I did. I had no fucking clue that was, I thought it was a brown skinned nigga with a little afro when I heard him rapping. That's what I pictured him. It was Drizzy Drake. Take. Uh, is it no, take, take care? care. Is it? No, Them take care is an album. Got, take yeah, care is an album. Yeah, you gotta go to the mix. Is it so far gone? I think it's so, so far gone. Is uh, yes, it's so far gone. That's so the mixtape. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there. Yeah, so far gone. That's what it was. Damn, but it came out. Nah, it ain't come out in two thousand nine. Not. Uh, that's that's when they that's put that missed, video man. up. Yeah, it came out in like two thousand eight. But when I first heard him, 
I thought he was a brown skin nigga with a little afro, a little skinny nigga. With a, a brown, a little skinny brown skin nigga with an afro. When I seen it was wheelchair Jimmy, I said, what the fuck? Cause he used to, you yeah, know, he was on that. It was show. so far yeah, gone. Yes, yeah. the first, the first album is so far gone. The first, the first mixtape. Mixtape, yeah. Yes, the the um the behind the scenes of the show, they showed him like in the studio. He was like, "I'm the best rapper alive." And I was like, "Yo, corny ass, you ain't even got no edge up, nigga. You ain't. <laughs> corny ass can't fucking rap." And then he had spit some little shit, and it was like, "What the fuck was that?" Then I heard that, and I was, I was. Instantly impressed, and that's hard for me because I'm very critical, and I and I I've, I've learned to lighten up more. You can't expect everything from every artist, yeah. right. but if they have some good in them, you know what I'm saying. Listen to that, and you know what I'm saying. Take what you like from them. Like like when Amigos came out, I fucking hated them dudes. <laughs> I'm still not a huge fan. I'm, but they got some shit. They got some but shit. They got some shit. They got some shit. You got to give it to them. They got some songs I love. Yeah, yeah. Like that and Bougie. <laughs> it goes against everything. Hey, that I song was out. Musically. But that shit is fire. I know right. it's old now. When that song like, was out, that was when Chris was getting all in right. trouble. That was his favorite song, Bad and Bougie. We're like, man, you too broke Look to be Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a job to be Bougie. And, and, and I was like, damn, man, this shit is cool. This shit riding like a motherfucker, man. Yeah. This shit cool as fuck. I can't quote none of it. But I like this motherfucking hook, and I, I like the way they want this. I think people want to go for perfection before they release a project or something like that. And it's just like, so for us in this podcast, it was just like, man, just get it started. Like, we're that's talented. The, we're listen, funny. Like, just get it started. That's just put the it out best there. thing to do, bro. Stop looking for perfection. Because for one, perfection comes from trial and error. So you can't perfect your project if you haven't put it out. Yeah, Betty Crocker fucked up a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my ringtone too. And it's your ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't I haven't made a song that I like more than this one. Calling myself. Yeah, well I was talking to uh, Miller, uh, Ian Miller before he came by, before we had set up and uh, Right. We were watching something and it reminded me he was he was telling me like his uh his favorite comedians and i was thinking about how you know uh my generation i had a b and c comedian to look up to and then you know the next generation they have their a b and c right my a might be one of their c's or something because they caught the end of it but we all have our like our our i guess in our in our life those are our stars you know well it's something like you're gonna well it's also like art is subjective so you're not gonna like the same people as everybody else so that's like when people talk about like who's the best comedian ever like i don't i don't think there is a best person i think there's levels yeah like chris rock is on the same level as dave Chappelle. like who's better it depends on what day it is well they're different kind of comics they definitely are i mean they're different personalities It's, it's the same writing capabilities but it's just a different performer Right. Now, I, I like that diversity in, in comedy because if we only had one type of person or a comic or shit, musician, man, right. it would be boring as hell, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would. Yeah. It's like listening to the radio and they keep playing the same nine songs on rotation all day long. Right. And it's like, it can't be the same mode. It's got to be different people. It's just like some effect. Like, so, like, Bill Burr is fucking hilarious. Like, he, like, Bill Burr is a monster, but he's in a. He, He's on the level. 
You see what I'm saying? Like he's he's on a different he's on the level. Like he, like most people would never put them in his, their top five. Yeah, but he's on their level. He can hold his own. He can kill a room. And like if you have don't jokes. like Bill Burr, it's probably because you don't actually pay attention to comedy. You don't know who Burr, Bill Burr is. Yeah. We were watching uh, the Chappelle shit. It was funny to see uh, Bill Burr with fucking a full head of hair. Right. <laughs> was that the race, dry, race uh, draft? Yeah. Full head of hair. Full head. I, I recently watched the special. No hair. No hair. Well, it looks, that's what comedy will do to you. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> life comes at you fast. Comedy will do a lot of shit to you. It either make you or break you. Yeah. Or jade you. Like what would your boy Biggie say? But I hope it makes me a better man. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it definitely does. I hope, I, like, I feel like comedy has has made me grow as a person. Um, that's like, I was talking to Tia, and I was like, sometimes I hate every joke I've ever written. Like, no matter how much people think they're funny, I'm like, yeah. I hate every fucking joke I've ever written. Yeah, there comes a point when you get ready to get on stage, and you just you don't feel funny that day, and you're yeah. like, man, all of these jokes, they're not gonna like them. Right. And normally those are the days where people just like sense this is just you. Right. And they just love those jokes. They love those. It's because it's coming from inside. Yeah. But it take it, man, it's hard because it take you, it'll take your emotions on a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> you, you feel so bad because you want, everybody wants acceptance and you want people to like you, especially when you take so much time as we do to try to write out a joke and make somebody's day a little bit better. At least if you can't, Wash away your day. We can at least wash away your day for five to 15, right. 25 minutes, right. whatever they give us. Right. It's one of those things where it's just like, I don't know. I just, I love comedy. It's one of the greatest feelings in the world to go up on stage and to share your thoughts with people and just see their reactions and just like that, that deep, deep laugh where, you know what I'm saying? Like last night, one of the like oldest ladies I've ever had rolling, like she was rolling at my shit. Like she was, she was, she was dying. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I got it. Like, <laughs> you was going to kill it. Like, yeah, I was like. I better slow down. Yeah, I kept like, making <laughs> eye contact with her. I'm, let me you go You were ahead. checking on her like, yeah. you still all right? You're all right. Yeah, here comes, here comes some more shit. Don't be the first one I killed yeah, at the comedy show. That's definitely the thing. Um, hey, there, I did make some notes this time. I did want to, before we got out of here, I wanted to apologize for being the only person in the room that didn't use the scooper to get the ice out of the bag. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was the first person to get some ice, but I I I thought that scooper was gonna be like those little prongs, and I'm good with chopsticks, but when it comes to prongs and ice cubes, I'm the fucking worst. And I didn't want to just like mess up my cool points, trying to chopstick some goddamn ice. So I manly put my my claws in there and got it. And then Rio got him a scoop, and I was like, "That's a big ass scooper." Yeah, yeah. I could have just yeah. She set us up. Karen, yeah, she sets us up. Yeah, yeah. So shout out you to Karen. You gotta have those type of women in your life. All right, well, let's pay a couple bills real fast. So let's go ahead and uh, thank our sponsor for today's show. Today's sponsor is Cox Media. If you or anyone you know is interested in starting a podcast and you don't want to have any of the gear and you don't want to learn how to edit and you don't want to learn how to uh, engineer a board, Cox Media's got you taken care of. Take care of you. Take care of you. And not just that, photography, video, all of that. Cooks Media, they got your needs, buddy. Why don't you uh, put a shout out to the that photography place that shut down and, you know, you got that little special going on. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Portrait Innovation shut down in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, they shut down nationwide. Um, if you 
were affected or you know somebody who was affected by that closure and they did not get their pictures coax media right now is running a thing that where if you can show proof of purchase that you did not receive your pictures and that you were a customer they will give you a free family portrait session with free digital delivery because that's just the way to help because that's just who coax media is that's just you're still in the Christmas spirit, man. Yeah. 2020. That's definitely a thing. You got to have your family pictures. It doesn't have to be Christmas to be a good person, you know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be Christmas. Like, so here's the thing. Here's the way I feel about, like, family pictures. So, like, there are really no pictures of me as a kid. And, like, I feel some kind of way. And it kind of makes me think, like, maybe, maybe it could have been because we were poor and didn't have much money. Or maybe it could have been because I was ugly and they were like, we don't want to take pictures. <laughs> don't make your kids self-conscious, people. Yeah. Get those pictures. Throw those pictures up so you can embarrass them when they bring their Yeah. Pictures. Get those Girlfriend pictures. Boyfriend over Because everybody know y'all are not taking those pictures off your cell phone. <laughs> that That's one thing that I, I did. Like, the kids always got pictures at school and shit. And, you know, we took pictures. But it's, like, really hard. It's like a record. Once If you don't get those pictures, that time, of, you know, their lives. It's even it's incorporated in your life as well. Those memories are lost, man. You just you're the only one. You're the sole proprietor of that yeah. memory. Nobody yeah. else after you gets to enjoy that. Listen, man. Like a lot of people, they want to, especially for weddings and things like that. When people get married, and they they want to spend more on the cake and things like that. It's like when the cake is gone, the pictures is all that's left. Dog, I have some of the most gangsterous suit pictures ever in life for a little bitty dude. Cause we used to always go to a little photographer, uh, take the little family photos every couple of years and shit. You know, we used to do it probably every two or three years because mm-hmm. we were growing. Those pictures are still up in the house. Every time I get to walk by and like look at the picture and be like, "Yeah, my dad was smoking in the car. He was smoking." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's eyes are red in the car. And shit. Hey man, we gotta have your mom on the show. We gotta, yeah. we gotta have your yeah, mom on. The, yeah, we have to have your mom on the show. If y'all don't know, uh, Mama Gilly is the coolest. In the world, like, yeah, we got to have her on the show. Uh, what else you want to talk about? You got to be a lion in order to be a lamb. Yeah, say that. Man. Um, so I would like to address something. So I heard that Columbus Comedy, so for those of you who don't know, we're uh, based here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we are comedians, um, and we are a part of a comedy scene here in Columbus that tends to go left sometimes. Uh, they kind of wild out. So there was a report I heard of one comedian, uh, a female comedian on stage, telling a joke about how another comedian gave her chlamydia. Oh, shit. I heard about that, but I didn't know it was two. Who clapped her? I I thought it was a guy that got the clap from the girl, but I didn't know it was two girls. So all I know is somebody got chlamydia from somebody else in Columbus, allegedly, and they told... It during a show. Why would why would you bring that up on our podcast? Now everybody's gonna be, that if you don't I know, know uh, folks and you meet a, point, a Columbus comic <laughs> in the back of your mind and be like, this might be the motherfucker with chlamydia. Let's welcome Real back to the show. Hey, He's man, off the phone man. now. What's I'm going on, Real? Oh man, what's happening? <laughs> they handle business like a boss. Yeah, Shit definitely. <laughs> I like how he was real quiet at the beginning. Then he they just like, got oh, loud. I'm like, these niggas ain't even paying attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, look, look, look. I, I seen him tilt the mic up. I was like, oh, I'm good. We go. they, they ain't hear this shit. <laughs> oh, no, I'm the engineer. I just cut your mic. I just cut the mic off. They <laughs> ain't hearing this shit. Uh, hey, who, who, who had the clap on? Listen, here's the, the thing. Oh, like, let me quit making fun, man, because I had a wild week, man. 
The clapper. You had a better week than somebody. I did that. <laughs> yeah, I had a wild week, man. Somebody oh, went my to the shit. Don't be dripping in a couple days. That'll man. fuck That'll up all your up. weekend <sighs> plans for the next week. I was going to the beach and these parties. Now Gotta I got get to that clap. silver bullet. Well, that's what they say about that. Uh, that's why they say you don't uh, you don't fuck around with people you work with. Makes for an awkward workplace. Wow, even in comedy, even in comedy. Wow, especially you, you, especially not even especially. These young people act like they've never seen uh, the opposite sex genitalia before. They're like, oh my god, I never knew she had titties. I never seen titties besides my mom. <laughs> well, there was somebody who like their claim to like local fame is that they fuck so many Columbus comedians that was well, just several of them. Yeah, like that's their that's that's their thing. Like they that they fuck everybody, but they, listen, it, I'm not slut. I'm, listen, I'm not. I'm not shaming. Yeah, I'm we not, don't. We don't shame. We, we don't no, shame I here. Want, I want no, to that's know what you what do when you're like. young. You remember you used to keep track of how many you got in one day. You're like, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't gonna put a number on it, but you know, yeah, because we're not slut shaming. Don't put me out there like that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm definitely from the school of like. <laughs> then you have to be. You like keep five that shit dog. to yourself. <laughs> like you keep it to yourself. Like I, I wasn't like I was like the guys I was around and raised around. Like it was like. You say like rack me up or something like that and just let them know like you put another score on the board, but you really don't say like who it was, where it was. You don't get the oh, details no. and all that stuff. No, like, no, no, no. These yeah, young well, boys have no idea of discretion. Oh, discretion. Oh, that's if a- they take a shit today. You got to know it. They don't talk about it. If they man, that was a good ass shit, man. I had the Charmin. I had my leg up shitting. Y'all ain't never did that. Y'all don't know nothing about the leg up shitting. I spent 35 extra cents on some shamans. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good day. <laughs> I am telling you, discretion, that shit died in the early 2000s, like 2004, 2005, discretion. Social media killed discretion. Well, yeah. that's that's what a lot of the blow up was because these kids ain't never been around sexual situations, and then all of a sudden, you know, they made a couple people it. laugh, and yeah, and then it's right there in your face, and you take advantage of it, and then you feel like you a man, but you don't realize that you just did that to a person you you work with. So you might shit on them and think it's not coming back, but then you're there at the mic the next day. Look at your face now. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta think about it. Like it's also like here's the thing for like most of these like uh, comedians in this city. It might be in other cities, but like they, this is their first time like being in a group, being yeah. accepted, yeah. being popular, true around people who like accept them for who they are. So they they feel like this is a whole lot more than it is. Yeah. So they don't really like this is like their first time sitting at the cool table. I mean, it seems like it's a bigger pool than it actually is. The yeah. first time you swim, yeah. you be like, oh, man. This is incredible. This, this, yeah, this I'm going to swim is, on the man. next side next like, week. Social media is all about the moment. It's not about who you are as a person, as a whole. Yeah. Right. So you could be cool for the moment and do some shit to kill your cool for life. Yeah. 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 I'm cool right now. It's popping. So I could do whatever I want. No, he's like, I'm, as cool. I'm, I'm probably as cool as I'm ever gonna be right now. Yeah, well, that, that's just like, like, so let me talk about this. <laughs> if you ain't never had a bad female, like, if you ain't never had a bad female who's like, like somebody, like a cold, like a cold yeah. woman, like, if yeah. you ain't never had that and you get one for the first time, you ain't gonna know how to act. Yo, but uh, listen, I'm like, I'm gonna go back to this word: bad bitches ain't for everybody. <laughs> they not for everybody. Everybody's not Just built. Levels to this shit. Yeah, everybody's not built to handle a bad bitch. Some of y'all got to stick to the to the Volkswagen Beetles you're used to. 
<laughs> the Uber. Yeah, some of y'all y'all not ready for a Bentley. Y'all can't handle it because you got to know how to move. The upkeep, the upkeep. It, yeah, like mm-hmm. somebody could give you a Bentley, but you couldn't keep that you motherfucker running for six months. <laughs> you couldn't afford a flat tire. <laughs> a flat, flat tire, seventeen hundred. <laughs> what you gonna do on that baby? You go Ride look it. at it. You go look, look, look. You go park that motherfucker in your driveway. Be like, I gotta be. You go take a bunch of pictures from the other side <laughs> where the tire ain't flat. You'll be trying to sell it with niggas. Be like, I never. Freeway. He got that Bentley. He always taking pictures with it, but I always see him in this fucking Honda. What is he doing in this Honda? Man, I was yeah, killing bitch. him for five. Well, that's like if you got if you get a bad woman and you have never had one before, you're like. Especially if you ain't got the right mentality for it. Like, if you got a bad woman, you got to understand that, like, people are going to look at her. Like, they're going to look at her. Like, they're going to yeah. look at her. They're going to try to holler at her. Like, but if you don't know how to handle that, I remember I you told be y'all, fighting the world. Yeah. Remember, remember I told y'all I have rules, right? Right. It's one of my rules that um, I simplified it as an adult. Do not ask for something and not be willing to do any and everything. To maintain it Motherfuckers be like I want a million dollars Why you want a million dollars Yeah You know why Oh I want shit I want to buy this I want to buy this I want to buy that And then you're going to be back broke With right. all that shit Right Instead of investing it in Right You know what I mean You're you, rap for life. If you got If you want a million dollars And you want to turn that million Into something else A million dollars is not enough No No You know what I'm saying So if you want a million dollars To spend it you're just wishing. Play the lotto. If you like that boy Mac Mill and you spend a thousand a day, what, oh, he said he want to spend a hundred thousand a day. Then damn, that's mm-hmm. even worse. You ain't gonna be spending a hundred grand every motherfucker. Who a hundred grand a day, bro? I don't want to. I don't even want to do a that. Song. Well, it's like if I gave you a whole bunch of money and you ain't never had money, you don't know how to have money. You gonna yeah. fuck that shit, right? I've been yeah. through that. Not not to the extreme though. Like in my situation, like I know people that. You know, somebody die in their family, they get a large lump sum, yeah. they jag it off. I never been through that, but I've been in a situation where I found a new plug. This money coming faster than I'm used right, to. Right. I fucked that up a couple times. Fast right. Because <laughs> thinking, thinking it's forever. Right. You know, I, yeah. young yeah. boy, you know, it's 18, 19. I'll make it back in two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm, yeah, I spent two thousand in the fucking club. So what? I'm gonna make four thousand tomorrow, and then tomorrow doesn't come. All right. This tomorrow nigga, this, he don't even answer his phone. You don't even know what the fuck going on. You in here stressed the fuck out. God damn it! I only what the fuck is going on? Yeah, what, yeah. that's when everybody what calls happened? and wants the rest of what you got. <laughs> oh, I can't get rid. What the fuck yeah. happened? Life. They call that life happening. Yeah. All right, man, I just want to say for the record that anybody from Columbus Comedy who has any uh, problems with anything that's said on this podcast, please forward your emails and any complaints to gofuckyourself.com because we do not care. Uh, anal lead. I was gonna say we can <laughs> have you on the show next anal. week. <laughs> Backslash anal. Yeah. Wow. You're not gonna like that. Definitely. They cut that short. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. All right, man. Well, I feel like we've been talking for a while. It's definitely been a terrific session. Um, 
I'm, I'm thankful for the guests that we've had here. We had some real deep conversation. I'd like to thank the people who are listening to this podcast and followed us to the second episode. And then if you're listening for the first time, thank you. We appreciate you. If we didn't have your shit today, we're going to have your shit tomorrow. Don't worry about it. We're going we gonna to have some flair for this on everybody. So everybody can come here and get that groove on. So tell a friend. Yeah. And share it. Sir. Like we said, man, you could have been doing anything. You know, you could have been anywhere in the world right now. You could have been ironing your clothes. You could have been getting your dishes in your kitchen straight. You could have been vacuuming the living room floor, man. You know that uh, that bathroom mirror probably need to be polished up. It's been a long time. You clean the bathroom, but you never get the mirror. You might want to get the mirror, man. You could have been doing that. But you know what would be better? If you were doing that, listening to Pod Rome. Yeah, and I got to tell you, mm-hmm. if you feel like we didn't do you this week, if, you, if we didn't have your flavor this week, I got to tell you this. 60% of the time, it works Every time. <laughs> you might not have been a part of that 60% this week. <laughs> How's my voice now? Yeah, tell me about it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm Mr. J. Cokes. And I'm Gilly. I'm a goddamn I'm Rio, goddamn Our special guest, Evil Rio. If, listen, man, go follow my man. Hold on. Before we got out of here, you got anything coming up that we want to tell the people about? Yep. All right. Look out for the movie. Family First is the name of the movie. I don't have a release date for it yet. Like I said, we still editing and shit like that. We new to this shit. Okay, okay. What uh? What it's coming at? soon. It's gonna be no later than April though. We in January right now. It's gonna be no later than April. Where would they be able to pick it up once they do get it? I'm gonna put it on YouTube. I'm gonna put it out there for free so y'all can see it. I get my money off the streams. So stream it. Tell your mama to watch it. Watch it off different devices. Do all that shit. Even if you don't like it, support black business. God damn it. Let me get some money. God damn it. Shit. Your mama's favorite rapper, Evil Rio. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So where can they find you at? Where you gonna shot your social media? Okay. At? Um, I'm on Twitter, but I don't fuck with it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck with it like that. So tweet, you tweet. basically might as well go straight to my Instagram. It's evil underscore Rio underscore famous. Famous is not because I'm an asshole that made it. It stands for family and money over useless shit. I got that tatted, by the way. You are famous in these Columbus streets. What you yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, I am a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> That's a little modest. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little I bit. accept that. I'll take that on the chin. But uh, Evil Rio on Facebook. That's my fan page because my regular page, I got too many goddamn friends. I'm about to start deleting all the fat bitches and <laughs> Anybody I don't know, your your ass is dust this week on Facebook. So, <laughs> that five thousand cap hits you hard. It, 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 it hits you. It hits you hard. It comes at you fast. It definitely does. I don't understand why they put that cap on that motherfucker, man. Let us have as many friends as we want around here. We're popular. They're like we want to keep them. The the, the <laughs> object was to divide and conquer. They can't divide if you know everybody on the planet through Facebook. Yeah, if if you really want to meet me, I'll be at um your local liquor store on Bryce Road <laughs> every day. I can't determine what time of the day, but I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna make it there. Just post up, I'll be there. I'm also got a uh, membership at Planet Fitness. I don't make it there that much, that often. <laughs> but you're on the treadmill selling. Hey CDs man, and you, you never know. You never know. You're getting that hustle right. You could be in there getting your sweat on, and you don't even know that you're working yeah. out right you, next to you. You working real. out to the wrong goddamn music. You know what you need to be working out and mm-hmm. getting in it, shit? 
Work on out. Mm-hmm. Tell them about it. I really want people to make babies to my music, though, man. Just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck to my music. I don't care if it's not. I don't make sexual music, but just fuck to it. It's cool. It's probably have angry sex. Uh-uh, cut that evil Rio off. <laughs> you go too hard when that yeah, evil Rio off. You smack me in the back of my head. You smack me in the back of my head. No, nigga, shit. last time that shit was on, you donkey punch me, bitch. It I ain't is going. It's my birthday yeah. tonight, and I'm going to play evil Rio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put your leg up and you, fool on her, You too. know I got that boner, that, uh, uh, that penis yeah, cleaner. That penis cleaner is lit. <laughs> Dick clean as hell. I'm using it on somebody. It's gonna be you Shit. or your friend. Who you want it? It's up to you. It's, def- it's, it's definitely up to you. I want it to be like where the neighbors hear Evil Rio come on. And they're like, oh god damn it, they God's about to do it. it. They about to they get about to, to it. You use that damn penis cleaner now. You, now you want to use? It. I found the receipt later. <laughs> the fuck? What are you with three bottles of that? Gilly shot your shit out. Where can they find you at? Where can the people find you at? Uh, man, I'm going to be at to Columbus you. Covers. Columbus, don't ask me about no dates. It's coming up soon. Uh, you can find me at uh, Chris Gilly Gilligan on Facebook. You can find me at Gilly World 3000 on uh, Instagram. You know, just find me out, man. You can find me on High Street, on every street corner on High Street. I'm always there, man. They say I'm an enigma. I'm not really real, but mm, try to touch me. All right, I am Mr. Jay Cox. You can find me at Lens and Laughter on Instagram. Uh, I am also on Twitter. Uh, I don't really be on there, so don't really come there for me. Uh, I don't. I don't be on Twitter. I don't, like. I, I try to use Twitter, but I get it. Like, I, I don't. I don't like. I'm Lens and Laughter on there too. Uh, so Lens and Laughter, all one word. Uh, you can find me on there. Find me on Instagram. Uh, once again, I want to shout out our sponsor, Cokes Media. It made all this shit possible. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been our show. I had a fucking ball. I had a great time, man. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and play you out to this shit so you can go ahead and fill it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Evil Rios, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Spotify. Find it. Go listen to it. Feel this track. I'm going to leave a link to it in the show notes, and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. And if you're an attractive female and your nipples get hard to this song, DM me. Thank you. (laughs) We out, y'all. Money a motherfucker, ain't it? I wanted it, so I chased it. Ended up becoming famous. Funny how a certain polish shining in any situation. Success is my motivation. Left me little room for patience. But that paper lead to hating. That betrayal don't come from strangers. That jealousy made enemies.